Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. You and I often don't wear similar shirts. This is bothering me today. <laughs> God, I, didn't, I, didn't that. I didn't notice until I just looked at the uh, monitor it's here. It's cute. It's cute. Yeah. So they're not the same. Mine's a little they're, nicer. They're different, yeah. <laughs> Someone did ask me if we um, coordinate the Yeah, course. I know. Someone asked me that. How long do you guys prepare this morning? We said good morning to each other, and <laughs> now you're seeing the first of us talking, so welcome in. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a nice day, 71 degrees, partly sunny skies, 59 right now, our overnight low, 55. So today, another beautiful day. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great. Sunshine. It's going to be great. I'm a, I, I didn't make it to General Materials yesterday, but mm -hmm. I am planning on going today. I want to check out their uh, huge liquidation sale, General Materials. Everything is on sale. So yeah. I want to check, uh, I got to check it out. I, I haven't been. You've been, right? I have. It's, yeah. yeah. They've got a lot of stuff. And you know, the Builder Walk, all those yeah. rooms that they had built, you can buy those. So if you want to like do your basement, just take a whole room. And just stick it down there. Yeah. yeah I, w I mean, there's going to be some great items there. Mm -hmm. And I was going to look at the fixtures in some of those rooms because mm -hmm. it's hard to find yep. fixtures right now. And they um, are continuing the sale through this week. Last we heard, uh, they were going to try to wrap everything up by mid-October. Okay. So, but they have to deliver an empty building to the new owners. So everything must go. Everything must go. Yeah. Awesome. So Great. yeah, I'll be. I'm going to check that out today, for sure. So uh, last night, um, I stopped by a new restaurant in town. Brandon was shooting a commercial slice and dice uh, pizzeria. I've heard about it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, so the owners are wonderful, um, but they talk, you know, this, this new concept, a restaurant, but you can also go there and play board games. They have board games you can play. And that on, so on the right side, those are board games that you can play while you eat. And then they also have games for sale in there as well. It's very cool. And the, uh, the booths are a little bit longer, aren't they, Brandon? They are. Because of these ridiculous deep dish, can can you pass me one of these boxes, Brandon? Mm -hmm. So they do these long uh, deep dish pizzas. They're very good looking, wow. aren't they? Yes. Look they at the look size great. of this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is this great? Is there anything in it? There's nothing in that. No. So they come in. This is the largest. This is uh, 27, but it also comes in 18 and 12. Wow. So what a great idea. Cool and. Um, they, they've worked with some of these board game companies and some of the square boxes will actually have printed uh, games on the box. So, it's cool. Where is it? Check it out. It's in the uh, Parnell Road Plaza. Um, you know where that is, right? I do, yeah. Parnell Road Plaza, which is very busy these days. Yeah. So. In fact, two new restaurants in that plaza and we'll be talking about one of them we later today. We will, oh. for sure. So. City Council met last night and they uh, approved um, projects to improve 14 streets throughout Jackson and the City Engineering Department showed pictures of some of the bad streets and they're going to uh, start working on those. Uh, approval of a new marijuana facility in Jackson on Wildwood Avenue, kind of behind where the Hunt Club is. There's oh, an old warehouse there. Where the old... Uh Kelsey Hayes was? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Across from where the old Kelsey Hayes oh, okay. was. So, hmm. Yeah. The uh, council also approved trick-or-treating hours for Halloween, and they are on Halloween, Sunday, from <laughs> 6 to 8 p.m. And remember a few years ago, the uh, council uh, instituted a controversial move. Didn't they move Halloween? They moved Halloween. You do not <laughs> move Halloween, people. <laughs> And they are getting, uh, they're handing over a bridge and a pedestrian trail in the Cascades Park to the county. Now the county owns the Cascades Park, but the city had ownership and maintenance of one of the bridges mm -hmm. and uh, the trail. They're giving it to the county, so the county will take care of it. Okay, I have seen some work being done off, is that Randolph in the way through the park, mm -hmm. some of the entrance. So, uh, yeah, you will notice that you can't get into Cascades off High Street right now. Right, they're redoing that whole boulevard there. Mm -hmm doing to that what they did to Kibbe Road, removing the boulevard right. and removing uh, the lane of traffic. So, more grass. Perfect. Here's some good news uh, happening overnight. Uh, the United States is opening up the borders. So, for people that have been shut out of the United States for the last 19 months, they are now going to be allowed to start coming in November. The uh, 
complete details will be released today, but foreign travelers who provide proof of vaccination and want to visit friends or family in the United States will be allowed to enter. But the new requirement also indicates the United States is going to require vaccinations among those who enter. So only the vaccinated will be allowed to enter. But there were some people who were never banned, like uh, commercial truck drivers and students. They, they'll continue to um, mm -hmm. come in, but they'll need to show proof of vaccination starting in January. What about the other side of the border? Can you get in? To Canada? Yes, and Canada. You can Mexico? go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that's new. Yep. This yeah. is new. This is all new. Yes. Good. Brand new. Happening. Okay. Perfect. Yep. Awesome. Overnight. Yeah, you're saying uh, obviously truck drivers uh, had not been stopped from uh, no. <laughs> crossing the border. Uh, the supply chain issue um, really in the world but in the country is just uh, devastating right now. Um, and according to, uh, to most um, research, it's truck drivers. That's the biggest shortage is truck drivers, um, they are the weakest link. So all ports are pretty much jammed. Look at, listen to this number. Uh, according to Business Insider, as of last week, nearly half a million shipping containers are stuck off the coast of Southern Cal California. Of course, wow. I saw that in person, so now I can't stop thinking about it. So outside LA, there's 19 mega container ships. Mm -hmm with, and the largest carries 16,000 of those shipping containers. 16,000 on one boat? On one mega ship. There's 19 backed up wow. just outside of LA. Um, I was at a friend's company yesterday and they're waiting on a machine that's in one of those. Think about mm -hmm. that. Half a million shipping containers outside Southern California. Well, there they are. Well, that's where they are, obviously. I'm, I was able to study that from the air. So the, it's uh, crazy. It is. Yeah. They, so we need truck drivers. Load, yeah, they can't unload the truck. They can't unload the boats because there's no trucks to take the right. loads, and there's no truck drivers to uh, drive. Joe Parker, who is owns Automated Logistics, he said it's being stretched so thin that it's like trying to put out a house fire with a garden hose. Unfortunately, some things will just stay burning till it all slowly gets put out. Oh wow! So they do expect it to improve. That's the good news. Eventually, but could get worse before it gets better, like most things in life. Yeah, and holiday shipping schedules were announced by the Postal Service, UPS, and FedEx yesterday, uh, pretty much mid-December. If you want to get something uh, to arrive in time for Christmas, mid-December. And I would not wait that long no. because it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Mm -hmm. So start, start your Christmas shopping now. 72 days. I was at the jewelry shop yesterday, and I told them we were 73 days, and they just, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. Yep. So... 17 to Halloween, 72 to Christmas. Wow. Crazy. Mm -hmm. What else is going on today? Um, yesterday, uh, the big talk in Lansing, uh, there were uh, a few hundred people that uh, protested in front of the Capitol hmm. asking for uh, another audit of the uh, election. Remember mm -hmm. the election? No. Yeah. Um, Which so election? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, one of the people speaking was a uh, uh, House Representative, um, Michigan State uh, Representative Dare Rendon, and a number him. of media noticed that she's wearing a QAnon. Here she was just informed she left the iron on at home. <laughs> <laughs> but a number of people in the media noticed she was wearing a QAnon pin. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So Michigan has a QAnon uh, supporter in our This state is coming house. from someone else, not just yeah. us, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, this is Dare Rendon from Lake County. What? Uh, so that, that... Grayling area. Under that flag is a QAnon pin? Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, reporters asked her, a uh, Detroit news reporter said, are you, <laughs> are you wearing a QAnon button? And she said, that's a flag with a Q on it. And then they said, well, you know, that's a QAnon pin. And she said, no, the Q is the highest level of security in the federal government. So she's misinformed. So Interesting. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if she has children. <laughs> <laughs> Whoo! That's nutty. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some sports? Well, we could. You know, um, this is interesting. I was surprised to see that um, yesterday NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman said virtually everyone yeah. in the NHL is vaccinated. Um, 732 out of the league, 736 players are vaccinated. 
and four are not, including Red Wings forward Tyler Bertuzzi. Okay, that's got to be Todd Bertuzzi's son, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Must be. Yeah. Yeah. That was our first. He said, uh, no, uh, freedom of choice. Freedom of choice. So I'm not sure what the NHL's rules are, but, you know, along with other major sports, there are local laws. So um, obviously Kyrie Irving is in the news. The Brooklyn Nets said, hey, we will not take you part-time, you flat earther, you. Um, Get vaccinated and, uh, you know, we're not going to have you part-time. So local local rules in, in New York prevent him from being inside without being vaccinated and um you know there was some talk that he was just going to play road games but uh this is just not going to be the case so so it'll be uh interesting he loses a ridiculous amount of money each game but still makes a ridiculous amount of money each game interesting so uh are you a fan of nis i'm a fan of mark Harmon. well mark Harmon, this is a, a shocker for fans of ncis uh, he's gone. What? He left the show. No. He's done. You know yep. I've seen him in person? Well, he's, <laughs> I've never seen him in person. But he left the show without a fuss. He asked CBS, don't make a big deal about this. He retired after uh, 18 years of playing Adrian Leroy Get- Jethro Gibbs. So he, he and um, Tim were in uh, Alaska. And he told Agent McGee, I'm done. <laughs> Clearly, you watch the show. Um, Mark Harmon, he's kind of like a father figure to me, really, when I watch him on television. No, but his father uh, won the Heisman Trophy. Tom Harmon, All-American. So, um, and during one of, the, one of the first night games at uh, Michigan, he was out there with the coin toss. So that was a, that was a huge highlight, because I was watching reruns of NCIS at the time. It's been the uh, number one rated drama for 18 years. Really? You yeah. know, I've, women love him. Did you know <laughs> they that? Do. They love yeah. Mm-hmm. Love him. Yep. So that'll be interesting to see what happens to the uh, the show. I would anticipate the show is uh, goes off the air. I don't <laughs> no. think the show can last without it. It can. I mean, they keep moving people off that show. They kill off their husbands and wives and kids. I mean, it's a brutal show. Do they still solve the case at the end of every episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, lately, though, they've been dragging them on. Okay, because I like the ones that get dragged on throughout the whole it, year. It's been dragging. Year to year, and lately Mark's gotten more surly, and I think, uh, yeah, he's yeah, ready to go. He's nearing retirement. Yeah. Let's get to some local sports. It's time for our Extreme Dodge scoreboard, brought to you by our friends at Extreme Dodge Volleyball. Hanover Horton 3, Addison 0, Columbia Central. Oh, let me let me take yeah. this one, Bart. I got the okay. scores only. Yeah, so volleyball, Hanover Horton 3, Addison 0. The Comets defeated the Panthers 26-24, 25-22, and 25-14. Columbia Central 3, Hudson 1. Golden Eagles lost game 1, but stormed back to win the next 3. Grass Lake 3, Michigan Center 0. Napoleon 3, East Jackson 0. Pirates remain undefeated in the Cascades. Concord 3, Homer 0. And then Battle Creek St. Phil 3, Jackson Christian 0. And then Adrian took care of the Vikings 3-1. And cross country. Uh, Manchester in the Cascades try meet. They scored 17 points, defeating Michigan Center and Addison. And uh, Napoleon Hanover Horton. Horton took the top three spots, scored 25 points as a team to defeat Napoleon and East Jackson. And down in the Big Eight, Concord took first place. And on the girls' side in the Manchester Tri, Manchester, they beat Addison and Michigan Center. And Napoleon uh, High School celebrated senior night by defeating Hanover Horton 26-33 at home on Tuesday. And over in Jonesville, uh, Concord placed third with 90 points and Springport was sixth. In uh, soccer, we just had one score and it was Manchester four, Grass Lake two. And that's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends at Extreme Dodge. I'm going to see them here in about an hour. Brian and Jeff, can't wait to see you guys, 10.30. Are you getting the oil changed on the... Uh... I'm gonna try and get a free oil change. <laughs> I always try and get a free oil change when I'm somewhere. So we'll see, Brandon, Brandon's gonna go, he's gonna do the talking. 
<laughs> He's going to do the talking. Do the talking. <laughs> I'll do the talking while you pull that car in and get the oil change, and we'll distract everybody. But it's a very quick oil change there. I think it takes like less than five minutes almost. Have you ever left something and you forgot to pay and you just realized you never realized or you just never paid? No. Have you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I pay for things and then don't take the product. I've done that too. <laughs> and then too embarrassed to go back and get it. Yeah, you just lose the money. Yeah. So, hey, we should get things started. Our first guest on today's show is Mike Smida, superintendent from Western School District. We'll be back with Mike after this. Minuteman Sewer and Drains, because no matter when it is, as always, Minuteman Sewer and Drain is there with same-day service 24-7, 365. Minuteman Sewer and Drain will be there on that day when you need them. MinutemanSewer.com. Asthma Allergy Centers can help you breathe freely. Since 1980, our board-certified specialists have provided testing and treatment for a wide variety of asthma and allergy-related conditions, including immunodeficiencies and skin problems. No referrals are necessary, and we accept any insurance or no insurance. You can even use our mobile app to check in and pay. Come see us at our Jackson office or one of our multiple offices in Southwest Michigan. Hidden Lake Gardens is to me peace and tranquility, historical, nature at its best, a life-changing uh, experience, consistent nurturing fellowship, educational, an opportunity to learn, a nature's paradise. Just imagine how long your retirement will be. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Do you have enough saved? Can your retirement portfolio survive a stock market downturn? So many times I hear, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors, and I'm here to answer your questions. Come join us in downtown Jackson for K105.3's Fall Fest and Chili Classic, presented by Trips Collision Centers, Saturday, October 16th, an all-day community event. There will be a petting zoo, pony rides, a cornhole tournament, chili from 12 to 3 with over 50 chilies. Arts, crafts, a beer tent, live performances by Kevin Nichols and Jason Cross, fireworks at dusk, October 16th, downtown Jackson. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV, presented by the Pick Center. It is our pleasure to now be joined by Western School District Superintendent Mike Smida. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, gentlemen. Good Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to see you. How's uh, how's the vibe two months in in 2021 compared to two months in 2020? You know, um, I, I'm going to say positive. Yeah. You know, there's I, I think there's a you know we've taken the approach that whatever the health department requires. That's, that's the approach we did, just yeah. like we did last year, yeah. in fact. It's just a, the coin flipped a little bit from compared mm -hmm. to last year. So, um, you know, we're, we're getting uh, cases of COVID. We have to do our COVID uh, contact tracing. We have to do quarantining if they meet certain mm -hmm. requirements. You know, staff are treated different than students. But, you know, it's, it's so nice to have the kids back, um, see them at sporting events, see them at the practice fields, you know, youth soccer, youth yeah. football. Um, mm -hmm. It's good to have kids back. On yeah, campus. for sure. I was at a, a youth soccer uh, in the city this week and seeing so many kids. It's just great. And you know, it's different from last year. You know, uh, kids shipping their kids off to kindergarten is a little different. So it's nice to see some of the norm normalcy back in the school year. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Yesterday, the MDHHS acting director said that uh, they see no need to institute a statewide mask um, requirement for schools. So there are those, some, some districts do have it, mm -hmm. you do not. Are, are there kids that are wearing uh, masks? Oh, absolutely, yeah. mm -hmm. absolutely. We have kids wearing masks, we have staff members wearing masks. And you know, it, the key is, and I, I think we even talked about this last time I visited you is, you know, you be you. Mm -hmm. And if you are more comfortable and you want to take that extra precaution, you know, we're not going to discourage it. Um, and, and we don't want people mocking or ridiculing. I mean, that, the mass shaming. Mm -hmm. um, so we do have uh, several kids and several parents doing it, uh, or as staff members. 
Um, you know, and again, that comes back, there's a little pushback. Some people think we should be masked. Uh, some people don't think, like what we're doing. So um, you, you're not gonna win. Just like yeah. we didn't win last year, we're not gonna win. But I think the majority of our people are very happy to be back in classrooms with kids. Big talk in the uh, Western District is uh, the potential for a new school building. Yeah, this is exciting. Uh, 2012, we had a bond election and we, we invested a lot of money into the high school, middle school campus. Uh, a lot of athletic money, um, classroom space, uh, upgraded science rooms, things like that. But it's been 25 years since we've invested into our elementary schools. Mm -hmm. So about a year and a half, right before COVID closed our world, uh, we had a facility study um, commissioned and uh, the facility study was done last summer and came back and said, you know, we could dump literally $8 million, $9 million into each of our elementary schools. And you're really not changing, you know, you're gonna change the, um, you know, maybe the roof system and you mm -hmm. might change the heating system, might be able to get some AC in it, but you're not changing the spaces. You're not bringing in natural light. You're not creating that collaborative space. Uh, we have we have parapros and, and um, literacy coaches and teachers working with kids in small, uh, and literally closets, mm -hmm. former closets. So uh, as we looked at this and you look at the cost to renovate those buildings, and our buildings have served us well. Mm -hmm. uh, they're 1950 vintage, which, whoa, that's 71 years ago. And they've been added on like, and I say it's like a, like a quilt. We've added on right. to them over the years. And uh, it's time that uh, we take a look at our elementary and invest in the elementary for the next 60 to 70 years. We have uh, an opportunity on the horizon where we can go for a considerable bond without raising people's tax rate. And I think that's, that's pretty exciting. So as a taxpayer in the Western School District myself, um, so wait a minute, I could have a brand new state-of-the-art facility for our kids and not increase my millage. Seems like a win-win. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan. We already have the, the property acquired. Where? That's what um, I was going to ask. What is? The, what would be? Well, you don't have to tell us exactly. I where. will tell you exactly Love what. It. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, when we had our last interview, I think in August, um, we had a few of the deals in the works. Yeah. Uh, we have the district has purchased the two houses immediately across from the high school, middle school, really immediately across from Deering Road, mm -hmm. and we own the 22 acres behind them. Okay. So all total, we have 34 acres. Okay. Uh, so we're we're real excited that we're bringing the campus together. We're bringing kids together. Um, there's definitely some pros and cons here. The concept is we would create an elementary complex mm -hmm. uh, and we would divide kids by grade level. Right now they're divided by K-5 and there's no geographic rhyme or reason. Right. When yeah. you look at the map of our district and you look where kids live and attend school, it, I, I, I say to people, it's like taking three flavors of Skittles and throwing them on the table. Um, each color represents a different elementary. We have kids that live in Parma that go to Bean. Kids that live across the street from Warner that go to Parma. Mm -hmm. So uh, the concept of neighborhood schools, we really don't have a cluster of kids in those neighborhoods going to that school. Right. So yeah, you, so you envision one large all elementary for Western schools and I'm, I'm assuming that would allow you to uh, prepare to grow and have more students and, you know, more class oh, base. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> Let me dispel that myth right okay. now. We are not doing this to increase okay. our schools of choice or to increase our student population. That, that's not the case. Okay. I, I said it, I remember saying it, I looked at my notes from 2011. At 3,000 students-ish, or mm -hmm. slightly below, Western is the right size. Okay. We, we can't handle going over that in our middle school, in our high school, in our elementary. Okay. What we're looking at doing is upgrading classrooms, upgrading teaching spaces, not increasing student enrollment. Hmm. We're looking at replacing well-used, tired buildings. Okay. Uh, so okay. let's dispel that I right gotcha. away. Sounds good. <laughs> there would uh, be some economies uh, with uh, savings for things like transportation mm -hmm. and all, all those kinds of things by having a central, yeah. one central campus for really the whole district. Yeah. One of the uh, things we want to accomplish, one, the building will be climate controlled. So those half day heat index days we had at the beginning of the year, those are gonna be, those gonna be gone, long gone. Uh, but the building definitely will be energy efficient. We wanna work with consumers and other partners to, to do whatever we can, whether it's solar panels on the roof, which ironically is why we own the 22 acres behind those houses. Really? That was originally gonna be our solar farm, mm. but it wasn't contiguous with 
the high school middle school. So uh, yes, energy efficiencies. Uh, right now we don't have that with our elementaries. We don't have climate control. Well, we have heat. Mm -hmm. But in, in the summer, in the fall and the spring, those are like brick ovens. Yeah. And uh, we had a dad show up to an open house and say, say to the principal, Sue Haney, so why isn't the AC on? Is it broke? And she looked at him <laughs> and said, well, sir, sorry, we don't have that. And yeah. I think a lot of people take that for granted. We don't have climate control in our, our elementary schools and most of our high school middle school. So you are uh, inviting folks to a community engagement meeting. What, uh, what will be in, entailing there? Uh, we had our first, uh, and again, we're in the planning phase right now. Uh, this isn't a, a campaign at this point. This right. is simply sharing our concept, sharing what we've already looked at. Uh, the next phase is um, next Tuesday, October 19th at 6 o'clock. Okay. We have our construction manager, our architect, and our financial advisors coming on to, with me uh, to our community meeting. We will stream it uh, via webinar on Zoom. And the intent of that meeting is to, to share the, a recap of the last meeting, which we had two weeks ago, talk about the financial picture, because I think that's critical, mm -hmm. and we want our financial advisors to share that with our community. Right. Uh, yeah, I, everyone wants to know, what's this gonna cost me? Bingo. You know? and, 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 I, and I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little tickler. Um, we keep our debt millage the same. We can generate between 41 and $46 million to do this project and do it right. Very good. Sounds good to Next me. Tuesday, Hey, big game this weekend, Bloom and Christy. Oh, I thought you were talking about the girls in the state final golf Well, match. of course. That's a two-day deal. <laughs> oh, yeah, or the boys' regional tennis. Oh, their state tennis. Yeah, too. I know, but I know. we got to talk about the football game oh, first. The cold, that's cold water soccer is tonight. <laughs> in no, we, we do have, uh, we do have our, our, our annual rivalry with uh, Lumen Christie this Friday night. And, uh, you know, that's always an exciting game. Brings a big crowd. Yeah. Um, real proud of what Nick Rulowitz has Five done this two. year. Um, his... Uh, his defense in the last 12 quarters has played extremely well. And uh, Western has, is five and two, can secure a playoff spot. Uh, Western's only missed the playoffs once since 2015, so great, uh, great run of athletics. And I know your girls are uh, at Forest Acres uh, this weekend playing golf, so good luck. Thank good you. luck to the Panthers there as well. Appreciate Another it. live uh, football game from uh, Western High School Friday night live coverage begins. I think we're at, at Lumen. It's at Lumen. Oh, it's, yeah. at, Lumen. it's, at, Lumen. it's at Lumen. It's at Lumen. Okay. Yeah. So. Friday night, live football, JTV. Yeah, and your, your soccer team, uh, tennis, uh, traditionally very strong, and again this this season doing really well. And girls golf too. Yeah, and girls and volleyball. Volleyball. Too. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I'm going to say it's a down year for our volleyball team. We're only in second place. Uh, Kelly Molix has done a fantastic job yeah. with our, our, our Lady Panthers and when it comes to the volleyball. And you know, all of our programs are doing well now. Our coaches are doing a nice mm -hmm. job. And I'm, I'm just proud of our kids' success. Yeah. Good things happening at Western. Always good to see you, Mike. Good to see you, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Mike Smita, superintendent at Western School District. We'll be, white, we'll be right back with Doug Warren after this. The PICK Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. If you're looking for a personalized car buying experience, then visit the team at Auto Merchants. Buy, sell, and trade without the backroom haggling. You'll work with one person start to finish. Put our 30 years of financing experience to work finding your next ride.
Welcome to the Blessed Nest, located in between JTV and Tilted Arcade, two doors down from the Dirty Bird. We are a proud retailer of Brighton jewelry, women's clothing, shoes, and boots. We have a great selection of unique gifts for the whole family, home decor, wall art, and furniture. We also have a baby section and men's gift section. We appreciate our customers shopping local because you not only help our business and employees, but also the community that we donate to and sponsor all through the year. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jacksonville, Dillonaway, Calhoun counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. Welcome back to the morning show presented by the Pick Center. Our next guest is the owner of Ducks of Mid Michigan and winner of Franchise of the Year, Doug Warren. Congratulations. Thanks, gentlemen. This is like a trophy you get for winning a NASCAR oh race. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's very heavy. It's it nice. Is, yeah, it's a nice trophy. Uh, I know this uh, this means a lot to you. You guys have worked so hard really the last I mean, the last few years it's been a, it's been a grind. You guys haven't stopped. Talk a little bit about uh, this award. Thanks. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a testament to, uh, you know, my staff, really. You know, we have the best staff uh, in the industry, in my opinion, and they come to work every day, uh, put their hard hats on and, and ready yeah. to get after it. And, you know, during a challenging year, last year, to be able to win this in that year when so many, you know, so many were so negatively impacted uh, by the pandemic for us to uh, battle through that and have a record-breaking year uh, says a lot about our staff. Yeah, and you guys, like everybody, I mean, we forget that literally everyone had to stop for a little bit. Yeah. So you you did have to stop. You had to assess. You yeah. have fam you have family and staff. You got to be focused on. Yeah. But uh, you know, you guys made decisions and paid off. Yeah, and I mean, we were an essential company, so we stayed open during the lockdown. But what we did have to do is we had to change the way that we operated. You know, we. Uh, we were talking to clients and making sure that nobody was sick. Uh, all of our guys, if anybody's no started, you know, running, we're like, go home. And yeah. we had, to, you know, we had to monitor everyone. Uh, you know, we had to uh, wear masks, of course, in homes and wear gloves and, and clean equipment between jobs. And so it just added time to each job. But hey, it's it's what you got to do in that time yeah. during that time to to make everything keep moving. We actually had our ducks cleaned here. JTV, and we noticed uh, right away. I mean, it just uh, the air <laughs> was fresher. Everything smelled better. It was. Uh, and I think a lot of people were doing that because uh, with uh, so many unknown questions yeah. with the virus, uh, doing everything you possibly can to make sure you've got a clean. We had it done before the pandemic, which yeah. was nice. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely contributed to that. But there's you know all the programs that that our government has instituted as well, improving the indoor air quality for. Uh, schools. So we've done, you know, in the last couple of years, I mean, we've done Ypsilanti Public Schools. We've mm -hmm. done Michigan Center Public Schools. We just wrapped up a large project out at Jackson College. And so, yeah. you know, staying on top of those large jobs and, you know, juggling all of the people and, and all the protocols. It, it was a challenging year, but our, our, guy, our people were up to task on it. Do people call you after, uh, you know, fires and things like that? Yeah, that was actually kind of what happened out at Jackson College. Okay. Uh, they had an electrical issue and it smoldered and it pulled that soot into the duct systems uh, at the Potter Center. So we cleaned the HVAC systems at the Potter Center. Nice. We were out there for two and a half, three months. Wow. It was mm -hmm. a big project. Well, uh, what was the word for? How, how did you uh, stand above all the other uh, franchisees? So, so it's a combination of things. It has to do with, uh, you know, obviously sales, how available you are to help out fellow franchisees, how active you are in the network. I'm on the, uh, the FAC, which is the Franchise Advisory Council. So we meet together. We represent our brand. Uh, we get together. Uh, we do phone calls, uh, and we just talk about best practices. It's about going to convention. It's, it's just about representing your business the right way and, and to be a good example to the other franchise owners. You've really, uh, really stepped up and gotten involved in the Jackson community more so in the last few years, and uh, Doug's helping us honor Scholar Athletes of the Week. Um, we'll, we will start uh, honoring them now that we can get back into some of these schools I'm really excited and do about that, that and uh, highlight some of these kids. But, uh, and you're also involved in the uh, JCCA. Yep. So how is, uh, how is the state of uh, 
construction in the trades right now? There's a lot of work. There's a lot of work out there, which is great news for all of us. Everybody in the trades is incredibly busy. Uh, you know, we're dealing with the same type of pressures as everyone else, you know, getting uh, staff mm -hmm. and getting the materials to do projects in a timely manner. But, but I will tell you, for the most part, uh, customers understand. You know, yeah. when you tell a customer that, hey, normally, you know, we don't, it'd be a week before we could get there, and maybe it's three weeks right now, everybody understands that we're dealing with the shortages. I heard you guys talking about the transport ships earlier, and, you know, we've got materials on some of those ships yeah. as well, and so <laughs> we're waiting for those things to be unloaded. And, you know, the cost of, uh, of, of materials, like with, uh, with the steel that we use to make patches and stuff, we get that from a local source, but those prices have went up threefold. Yeah. Um, you know, but thankfully our, our customer base uh, has been very patient with us and so is our so is our staff. Everybody's just piling through it. You just do what you got to do to keep everything moving. This We should get a uh, word similar to this for the uh, scholar, scholar athletes, athletes. Each week? Yeah. Each wow. Week. <laughs> I don't think so. We, I don't know. This was clearly designed, uh, I don't know, maybe. This would be a heck of a award to give out each week. Well, you know, it, would. it wouldn't be illegal because we it can't give uh, high school athletes anything of value over $25. I think it's, mm. it used to be 10 Maybe yeah. it's 25 When I got it, I felt like I should be taking, like, milk and pouring it over. My, you know, like the NASCAR <laughs> I know, drivers. I saw that. So and I'm like, wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty slick. You don't win something like that for winning the long drive in your local outing. <laughs> no, I usually get a sleeve of balls. <laughs> so you've also, uh, during the pandemic, you started another business called Homesteady, which... Uh, we hear a lot of great response from uh, people that talk to us. People call us, ask you, ask you, ask us for your number. What is it that you guys do uh, with the Homesteady business? So what we do with Homesteady is we are a handyman company, mm -hmm. but the niche that we are trying to fill is we want to do all the little things that most contractors don't have time for, builders right. don't have time for. Um, you know, everybody's got a honey to-do list. But uh, we're all extremely busy, and it's hard. To th and some of the stuff we don't, we don't know how to do, right? Yeah. And so what this company, what Homesteady does, is we want to fit into that niche of the stuff that those builders aren't doing. Uh, you know, for example, we clean a lot of gutters. We install hardware on cabinets. We do grout. We do tile. You know, simple things. You know, projects that are too small for those guys to worry about. But we'll come out and knock them out in a day. Right. And that's kind of that's kind of how our uh, that's our method. Is you call, we answer the phone. We put you in contact with a sales guy, we schedule the job, we come out when we say we're gonna come out. And so we're able to get to projects much quicker, more efficiently, uh, and tackle those jobs that a lot of guys aren't, aren't interested in doing. Uh, are you handy yourself? Um, I'm YouTube handy. You can get if that makes sense, if to, yeah. you know, if that makes sense. Now, really, you know, your dad is is uh, is, is as handy yeah. as, as yeah. they come, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. He's the type, and he's worked with our companies uh, for set, like a decade now. Yeah. And and he's the type of guy he can fix anything. And those are the type of people I'm trying to hire. Right? I can't fix anything. We're not well, handy at all. Knows. I'm YouTube handy. Like I just I watch a video and I can fix it. But yeah. you know the people that I hire to fill into these roles, I'm good at what I'm good at. I put people in the best roles to succeed. You get people that are handy. They're the ones that do that type of work. Yeah. So unfortunately, if you call, I'm probably not going to show up. <laughs> or fortunately. <laughs> yes. Well, we hung that sign up and it stayed. It's fallen about five times. Mm -hmm. is, is that something you guys can do? <laughs> that is something we can handle for you. Um, I, bet, I expect you guys to be very busy cleaning gutters this fall. We're, we're incredibly busy. Uh, I've actually, once again, sh a shortage issue. I've ordered three vehicles. Uh, I've got one coming for my Ducks company. I've got one coming for Homesteady. And the third one is going to go to the business that needs it first. And yeah. I have a feeling it's Homesteady because Homesteady has been uh, tr tremendously well-received uh, in this market and... You know, we really appreciate people that are reaching out. And we, we, we just love to help people. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really what our brands are about is helping people. And um, what's really, really cool about this is we do get a lot of elderly clients that call and they're like, hey, I, I just, I have these bulbs that are way up here, the 30 feet in here, I, and I can't get to them. And I don't have a ladder and I don't want to climb it. And we just love going out and helping people like that, you know, just solving those issues for people. It's, it's really rewarding. Great. Thanks for uh, all that you are doing in the community. Congratulations to you and your team on the award. Thank you very much, guys. Congrats. Appreciate having me on. Absolutely. Thank you. The uh, owner of Ducks of Mid-Michigan and Homesteady, Doug Warren. Well, next up, we're uh, going to meet the uh, owner of a brand new restaurant in Jackson, so I know you want to stay tuned for that. When you need metal, and you need it now, Alro Metals Outlet is here for you. 
When your back is against the wall, our vast inventory of aluminum, steel, plastics, and more will help you get the job done. Whether you're a professional or do-it-yourselfer, our retail stores are your one-stop shop for metals. You select it, we cut to length, and shear to size, right here, right now. Because when you need metal, Alro Metals Outlet has your back. I noticed that um, APHW was a Christian company, and I was excited about that. I like working at America's Preferred Home Warranty because of the atmosphere. It's like a second family to me. When you walk in through the door, it's an overall great environment to come into every single day. I don't know of an employee that I have worked for that I uh, believe more in. Now is the time to celebrate making it through the twists and turns of this school year. At different points throughout this past year, you may have found yourself feeling like you were flourishing or failing, depending on the day. We are proud of you all for continuing to get your feet under you in a world that went upside down. Time marches on, and so do we, Western families. Thank you for your tenacity in tough times. Here we go, into brighter days ahead. Now is the time to be a Western Panther. Insurance companies are bragging all the time about their convenient photo app programs. The only convenience or advantage is to the insurance company. On average, these claims are shorted by thousands of dollars. If your insurance company requires you to take photos to get paid, let Trips help. We'll take the photos, we'll write the estimate, so you get paid what you deserve. And we do this at no charge. Even if you don't have us fix your car, we can help. At Trips Auto Shop, the right repair is no accident. We've had a lot of COVID patients in the back of our trucks. COVID doesn't care who you are, where you live, or if you're healthy. We have a pretty big feeling that even though the numbers are down right now, we're gonna see a pretty big surge by the end of summer, beginning of fall. We don't wanna to have to see people in our truck because of something that's preventable. So it's your decision to get vaccinated, and I think that you should do it if you're able to. It's safe and it's time. Trick or treat? Forget the trick and just treat yourself this fall. Now through October 31st, when you open a qualifying auto loan or personal loan or refinance from another financial institution, you'll have the chance to win up to $500 on a scratch-off ticket from American One Credit Union. And every scratch-off ticket is a winner. For more information or to apply for an American One loan, visit AmericanOneCU.org. Federally insured by the NCUA. Welcome back to the morning show. It's time to meet the new owner of a new restaurant in Jackson, Jeff Tompkins from Big Dogs Barbecue. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, first, welcome to Jackson. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a wild ride already. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're in the um, old Todorovs, correct? Correct. So now that sat vacant since 2008. And uh, here you are starting a new barbecue place. Talk a little bit about the process and how, how you got there. Well, actually, I um, came to the area back in 2012. Okay. Um, wanted to move closer to be around my mom and dad as they're getting a little bit older. And uh, my ex-wife, she's from the area. So it was a natural fit to come back to be close to her parents and mine. And I worked at uh, Ingham, not the Ingham County, excuse me, Jackson County Jail over on Channel Road. Okay. And every day I drove past this funky little <laughs> building over there and it just kept clicking. It just really resonated with me. And I had a chance to meet with Mr. Todorov back in 2011. And things just weren't quite right for me, yeah. so I kept grinding away at my other jobs, and now I'm in a position to where I wanted to do something. Um, I've been doing barbecue and catering for a long time, and it just wouldn't die. And I was like, well, let me go check and see if that place is still there. And boom, it was, and pieces came together, and, and here we are. That's cool. You kind of had your eye on that specific place. Yep, it always is stuck in the back of my mind. It's just a cool little place. Yeah, and really, everyone in town knows about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, as you mentioned, Todoroff's for a few years. And and I know that they, uh, I think they originally built this as a prototype for what they had hoped to be a, a chain mm -hmm. of uh, Coney restaurants. Okay. But never never came to be, but that's your opportunity now. Right, right. And, and you, are you the big dog? Um, yeah, I'm the big dog. I'm the <laughs> leader of the pack over there. Uh, we try to do things as a committee and as a, a little tribe, so I'm, I'm only, the, only the guy who all the bills they come in my name. Yeah. We'll put it that way. So uh, talk barbecue to us. What uh, 
what uh, style, what, what can people expect when they uh, come to your spot? Well, we do a little bit of everything. Um, I know barbecue is a real regional kind of thing. And if you have good barbecue, people travel. I've been all over the country checking out different places. And we just try to bring a little bit of, of each region with us. Uh, we have a Carolina-style um, pulled pork. It's more vinegar-based. Mm -hmm. We have some Carolina gold a mustard sauce we use with that. We have a Texas-style brisket. It's got a little bit of bite to it on the outside, but a nice, like, mm -hmm. pot-roasty, savory flavor on the inside. Um, we do a lot with our ribs, more of a Memphis-style. We do dry or sauce. So we try to bring the whole barbecue world back here to Jackson. Yeah, there are d dozens and dozens of uh, styles, and as oh, you yeah. mentioned, very regional. It looks unbelievable. Oh, thank yeah. you, thank you. Those are some of our, our sample plates when we did our testing. Oh my goodness! I couldn't even smell it. Maybe that's you. <laughs> no, it is. I, I just came from the smoker, so that's my, my new cologne there. I can't wait to get over. So you had uh, your official grand opening is Friday, but you've been yes. open and yes. it's been slammed. We did a soft opening, kind of a, I call it a whisper opening. Um, we didn't really tell anybody. I got these big seven-foot feather things off Amazon to say open, and we put them out there in the yard. And our front door's about 45 yards away from the, the sign, and before the girls could get back from the sign, we had cars in our driveway. Mm -hmm. awesome. And it just took off from there. It's awesome. Yeah, you open a new restaurant in Jackson. Uh, doesn't matter what you serve. Uh, as long as it's a new restaurant, you'll have lines but out the door. When you're serving food yeah. that looks like and tastes like this, it's going to be a lot easier for <laughs> well, sure. Well, this has kind of been a, a real blow to my ego because we've you know, done barbecue and competitions and catering for a long time. I've never sold out. I've always been a person who makes a little bit extra. Yeah. Um, my mom always said, don't let nobody go hungry. And um, <laughs> the first day we got hit, so I upped it at 30%. Next day we got hit. I upped it again, and the next thing you know, I mean, it's Sunday, figuring it's half a day, no one's going to be around. Yeah. And yeah, we got sold out three <laughs> days in a row. So yeah, Jackson, you know, we're, we're yeah, we're at it. Now you got a little history in, into this building. I want to talk yes. about. You have a, a a cooking pot, correct, from mm -hmm. 1838. That was had that had been in your family. Correct. It's actually 1831. 1831. But, okay. But it actually kind of encapsulates what we're all about. Okay. Um, once we get open to the inside and you come into our place, you'll see a family tree on the wall. It's going to have pictures of some of my relatives, and it all is going to come out of this black kettle, and that has been passed down through the generations. And I mean, there have been members of my family that were slaves that that made food in that pot, and some of the recipes that we use originated in that pot. It's amazing. So for us, whenever we serve whenever we're out there doing what we do i try to remember that all of it goes back to that pot that's cool and i try to pass on that tradition right. and that that sense of who we are to every person that comes through the door now awesome. since you've done barbecue uh have you just done it like for friends and family or have you had a uh, a, a restaurant or a truck well i started out helping out on uh, one of our neighbors down the road back back in belleville and it kind of grew from there and um I started doing little competitions back uh, before college and it kept going from there. And then I did a lot of uh, <laughs> catering on the side. But um, what really, I guess, solidified it is uh, my ex-wife had a stroke back when she was like 35. So there I am, I had to stop working to take care of her. And I was there with her and our four kids. So I needed something that I could be at the house and do and still make enough money for us to survive. So I got back into something I've always had a passion for, something I grew up doing. and. People have seemed to have enjoyed for the last more years than I want to admit. <laughs> you know, it's all come full circle. I'm back to doing what I love to do. So you have there's a drive-through too. Yes. How, so how does how does the drive-through work? What's the best uh, practice? Call ahead or order. Right we have stuff ready. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> right now, there really isn't the best practice because we're getting hit so hard. Um, basically, the, this week has been. Uh, just difficult in the fact that we have a brand new crew. Yeah. Uh, the bu building has been empty for 15 years. So as we're working it and it's starting to breathe, you know, little things drop up here, pop up there. But we took the past couple of days after, you know, getting hit so hard with the three days of uh, selling out to retool, to make a lot of barbecue and to just try to refine our system to make it a little bit smoother for everybody. Cool. Uh, we are doing a mixture of call-ins and of course people in the line. And we're just trying to do what we can to get as much, cool. you know, barbecue to people we can and let everybody get a chance to, to try it. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about your smoker. Uh, how long you smoke, what type of wood, um, th those kinds of things. Okay. Um, we use the old hickory pit smoker. Um, it is a commercial smoker that has rotisserie inside. 
So instead of being out there having to move meat around every half an hour and do this, that, and the other, it's a situation where I can load it up with about, I think it holds about 1,500 pounds at a time. Oh, wow. And we can just get in there and smoke it. I do a mixture of initially hickory and applewood. Um, gives it a little deeper flavor to get into the beef, but a nice sweet flavor for the pork. Uh, when we get more into the turkeys and chickens, we'll do a pecan wood. It's a little bit lighter. It doesn't over flavor the meat too, or over uh, take the meat too much. And um, we just try to match up things best. We want to have people realize that our meat is the star. We don't yeah. want to over sauce it. We don't want to over season it. We want to just do an accent to it. What's your favorite uh, dish on the menu? Um, I'm, I'm a mean, <coughs> excuse me. I've been making grub this morning. I got cayenne pepper in my lunch. <laughs> um, probably the beef brisket's my favorite. Uh, it's very savory. Um, gives you a bite. It's a real kind of earthy kind of, mm. you know. Looks delicious. I, I mean, you can't go wrong with meat and potatoes. You know, no. that's what I grew up on. Yeah, so um, dinners, sandwiches, sides. Uh, looks like a pretty uh, extensive menu you got up on those boards. And we tried to do a, a wide variety but not reach too far because we wanted to have quality in everything we do. Um, our main proteins are uh, pulled pork, beef brisket, ribs. Uh, we are going to have smoked turkey and smoked mm. chicken. Um, we do have a bunch of different specials that are run on certain days of the month, or excuse me, days of the week. Those will start in November. Um, it's like we'll have Nacho Tuesdays, we'll have Turkey Thursdays, Philly Cheesesteak Fridays. Uh, one of the things we want to kick off is going to be our Louisiana Catfish Po' Boys. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, it's, it's lightly breaded catfish. Why we, are your prices so affordable? <laughs> well, That's unfortunately, awesome. we buy in volume. We Love get it. by by the by the pallet and. I, it's awesome. And we have four different distributors, and I've always had them fighting for our business. So. This is great. Yeah, thank, well, thank that. you. You know, it's uh, just looking at your menu, everything affordable for everyone, it's awesome. I can't wait to get in there. We'll have to go. We will. Friday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Come on down. Come on down. Well, congratulations on your uh, new venture, and thanks for uh, choosing Jackson to uh, establish your business. Well, thank you for having us. We have really been, feel like we belong here. I mean, we're the new kids on the block. We've had other people come down, bring us gift baskets, welcome to the area. Other businesses are following us. So it feels like we've been here, you know, quite a while already. We plan to be here for a long time. Awesome. Jeff Tompkins, the big dog himself, the owner of the new restaurant, Big Dog Barbecue on Parnell. Uh, more of the morning show right after this. You want what's best for your child's future. A good education, exposure to a wide array of employment fields, and the right path towards a future career. You want the Jackson Area Career Center. With more than 20 hands-on learning programs, high school students can attain a high-wage job upon graduation, industry certifications, or earn college credits before ever stepping foot on campus. Go online to find out how to enroll. The Jackson Area Career Center. Careers happen here. The PICK Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. At Consumers Energy, we believe change is small. Change is easy. Updating. Smart. A choice. Change is our company your company. Together, we can bring clean energy to Michigan and protect the environment for generations to come. Learn about your clean energy choices and how you can become a force of change. ConsumersEnergy.com slash change. A fun place to take your family and friends is the Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory. See. Hear. Smell. While you're here, pick up a gift to share. You always feel like a kid in a candy store at the Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory. 
At Blair's Car Care, honesty and customer satisfaction have always been the most important thing for us. We have been serving loyal customers in Jackson County for almost 100 years. We do auto repair of all sorts, including tires, alignment, brakes, oil changes, and much more. For more information, please call 517-782-8116 or come stop by at 2424 Wildwood Avenue and experience for yourself what makes Blair's so special. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. I'd like to thank Bailey uh, Excavating for being with us on today's show. Um, thanks to John, Jordan, and the Baileys. We appreciate uh, you guys being with us. Serving Jackson for over 45 years. Love sure. those guys. So yeah. thanks again for all your support at uh, JTV. We appreciate you guys. Uh, you know how I like Guinness Book of World Records. I do. Check this one out. We have a new tallest woman in the world. Uh, is she in Jackson? She's not. She's not. This gal is from Turkey. She's only 24. Seven wow. foot, seven inches. How about wow. that? Obvi you know, she has a rare accelerated growth disease. Um, but yeah, seven foot. Guinness <laughs> Book. Do you remember that episode of Seinfeld where George wanted to be with a tall woman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, does she play basketball or anything? No, I don't. I don't think so. No, but isn't that amazing? I it mean, is amazing. So, yeah, super tall, twenty-four years old. It's amazing. Well, we are getting close to Halloween, so um, do you know Heinz ketchup is used for um, blood as a prop at Halloween parties <laughs> and for Halloween costumes? Well, the people at Heinz uh, they caught on to that, so now they're selling the ketchup as tomato blood. Is it real ketchup, though? It's real ketchup. It's actually ketchup. Heinz tomato blood ketchup. Simply regular Heinz ketchup with a Halloween theme. Uh, in addition to putting it on burgers and hot dogs, uh, now you can uh, put it on a neck of a stabbing victim. And you can also get a costume. <laughs> they have uh, costumes you can buy. And pretty much the costumes are like white shirts <laughs> that you just put Heinz ketchup blood on. So... Uh, HeinzHalloween.com. No kidding. It's a real thing. And I know you... you are you a candy corn? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I love candy corn. Wisconsin. Uh, if, you know, very controversial candy corn. But in Wisconsin, a uh, market has created candy corn bratwurst made with whole candy corn kernels. Mm -hmm. Spooktoberfest brats. Or the oh, brainchild. I, I know. Isn't that disgusting? So they um, actually add Oktoberfest uh, beer, seasoning. Can you get that off the screen now? I'm about to pass out. <laughs> Two bags of, that. here's the recipe if you want to try oh, it at home. Two bags of candy corn to 25 pounds of meat. And they sold it all out in the uh, first weekend. Yeah. I would just suggest going to Big Dog's Barbecue and not trying <laughs> yeah. to make any of that stuff That's on your disgusting. own. disgusting. That is insane. Yeah. That looked yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. <sighs> One more, uh, Memphis. <laughs> Big party town. Uh, a lot of uh, the wedding parties, people go. Well, yeah, fest. Nashville as well. Hot tub on wheels. Uh, they are being told to stop operating because it's called a. Oh my official gosh. This Look is at a these public guys. Swimming pool without a permit. So they. Uh, Look at the 16 year old that was on vacation <laughs> with his mom and dad and ran across the street to get a photo. Interestingly enough, the uh, website of Music City Party Tub has a lot of. Uh, a lot more pictures that are not uh, family friendly. Could you but imagine? <laughs> I would love to follow that on the highway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, so. wow. Interesting. Um, a, uh, a kid that uh, I went to college with at Siena Heights, he had a portable hot tub in his dorm room on the morning really? and it flooded. It was just, yeah, you can't get away with stuff like that anymore. Hey, that's all for today's show. Join us tomorrow. Shannon Morrow from Consumers Energy, Melissa Pohorns from ORS, and the Chamber Connection with Craig Hatch and Amanda Loveland. Today, John Wilson, Tim Booth, Judy Osterberg, Julie Ballow, Dee Talmadge, Melissa Callison, and Japri Anderson, all at 1 o'clock. See you then.